Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hello guys, and welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> Episode 70, the big seven zero. You guys, I'm diving right into this sucker. I am not messing around at all. My sweetie is waiting for me downstairs. We are about to go for a run. It is hot. It is going to be humid and sweaty, but you got to do it. You got to get your body moving. So here we go. Episode 70 called 10 Gallon People. Mm, 10 Gallon People. And uh, I'm going to explain a little bit more about that. So sit tight. I'm going to get to it and I'm going to connect the dots. So um, it was recently Father's Day. And on Father's Day, I did a post on Facebook, um, basically just kind of talking about how, you know, um, many, many years ago, you know, I was a person who always loved to be prepared, like big surprise. So I used to have this box of cards and I would have cards ready to go for like any occasion, right? It would be like birthday, sympathy, anniversary, get well, like whatever the thing was. I always like to be prepared. And that might be something that comes from uh, living with my auntie Shirley for a few years in some formative years <laughs> from like uh, almost 13 to 17. My auntie Shirley always had like decorations for each holiday and I know she had a little drawer or something where she like kept her cards and I think it just wore off on me so I used to like to be prepared and always have cards for everything but this one year I was like um I'm gonna go try and get a father's day card and uh, I remember standing in the aisle and I write about all about this in my Facebook post and I remember standing in the aisle looking at these all these father's day cards and I just kept thinking like I just kept running through my head all of these are bullshit. <laughs> I was like, none of these cards represent my experience, right? And it, I, it was at a point in my spiritual and emotional path, my spiritual and emotional development, where I started to realize, like, if I were to pick out like one of those cards, knowing that my internal experience was not matching, like my internal experience and, and truth did not match what the card said, and yet I still put money towards it, like I still bought that sucker, like I picked it out and bought it, and then I still signed my name to it and, and, and addressed it and put a stamp on it. Like if I, if I invested in a falsity, like I just wouldn't be able to like stand myself, and I was like, I cannot do this. I can't just go along to get along anymore. And I just wasn't willing to do it. And I was like, wow. So I wrote this whole post, 
post about Father's Day and how it can be a really difficult holiday for people. Now, again, stay with me. I'm going to make my point about the 10-gallon people. And I, I went on to talk about how it's, it can be a very difficult um, holiday for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And I went on to say, like, your dad might not have been, you know, a good candidate for the fucking dad of the year award, right? Like, your father must, might have left you waiting on the stoop way too many times, like on the porch, waiting for him to come pick you up if, you know, if your parents were separated or divorced. He might have been a deadbeat dad. He might have sexually abused you or physically abused you. He might have been an alcoholic. He might be, like, on and on, right? The thousand ways, the thousand ways that maybe your dad, you know, your father was not available to you. And I was talking about how, you know, the thing about being a parent, or especially when you're a child of a parent who doesn't have their act together, and it's why the work that I do in spiritual mentoring, I always say to people, one of the most powerful and impactful and generational shifting things you can do, especially when you're trying to break a chain of trauma, you know, um, I say is to get your, the most radical thing you can do is to get your shit together, to heal yourself so that you are able to then, you know, not pass that stuff on to, especially if you're a parent and you have kids, but not just that. It's like to your environment, to the people who live with you, to your family members, to your friends, to whoever you come in contact in this lifetime, right? And I was making a point about how, you know, we are often born to, born into families that don't have that capacity, right? They don't have that capacity. You, you are basically looking for love you know that old song looking for love in all the wrong places yeah you don't really want me to sing but here's the thing <laughs> you know we're looking for love uh, from people who do not have the capacity to actually give it back to us and i said you know for whatever reason whatever reason they might have grown up in a household where they did not have good role models where they didn't get a lot of support and love and i said there probably weren't a lot of like hey good job kid right in that family uh, whatever the thing is. And so I was talking about kind of being in relationship with people who could not kind of meet the criteria of the role that they had, um, that quote unquote, were supposed to fulfill. So you often had fathers who weren't fathered well, trying to father kids who desperately needed them when those fathers didn't even know how to love themselves. Okay. So I was kind of making this whole point. And then the other day, it just occurred to me, I was like, oh my God, that's right. I have to look up the thing on 10 gallon people. So the point that I was kind of making in that post the other day reminded me of something that I had seen. Oh my God, it's got to be like seven, six, seven. No, it's going to be more than that. Seven, maybe eight years ago on um, an Oprah super class or something she was doing. And uh, if you guys don't know who Bishop T.D. Jakes is, <laughs> I am a huge fan of Bishop Jakes. Bishop Jakes is like, I always say to my sweetie, like um, Bishop Jakes has the kind of voice that I could be like, it's always weird as a vegan, like I try to give examples. I'm like, why would I be sitting in a subway? But let me just say this, or like a Dunkin' Donuts. All right, but let me just say that I don't drink coffee. But let me say this. If I was sitting in a Dunkin' Donuts, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes could go up to the counter, and, I, and it, it, if I heard the sound of his voice, even if I didn't know who the dude was, I would whip around because he has this rich, deep, 
timber, like, like Moses on the mountain kind of a voice. It's just like, it is just, I don't know, it's otherworldly to me. So I, I want to kind of set up the stage for you for a second so you can see where I'm going with this 10-gallon people and why it's an important, important lesson, okay? It's an important lesson for us to think about this. And, and I'm hoping that it might be helpful that you can apply this principle uh, to your own life and it might help you to make sense and to find a little, um, a little healing. So listen to this. So um, Bishop T.D. Jakes is up on stage at one of Oprah's events. Like I might screw some of the details up, <laughs> but this is what I remember. Uh, Oprah was asking him a question and I think it might've been around either forgiveness or um, some of the relationships that she had had in her life and some of the work that she had to do, some of the spiritual work she had to do with some around the people in her life. And I think she mentioned her mother. And I think, you know, also on Mother's Day, I kind of wrote a post about how this isn't always the easiest, um, you know, holiday, man-made, quote unquote, man-made hallmark holiday for people because not everybody had a super warm, fuzzy, amazing, awesome relationship with their mothers. So these, these, these anniversaries and, and holidays and things that kind of come up, these often, like I would say, cod-giving holidays, Valentine's Day, all this shit, right? They're often, they can be very difficult because they don't take in the full depth and breadth and scope of um, average people's like experience. <laughs> Most people, it's not like, oh yeah, my mom and I, it was, it's amazing, right? So Oprah brings something up. She says something about her mother. And then all of a sudden, Bishop Jakes just goes off and he says, and in, a, in a powerful way, so stay with me. He says this to her. And again, like all respect, to Bishop T.D. Jakes if I, I'm going to try my best not to butcher this. But what he basically starts to talk about is how sometimes there are people, and I identify as one of these people, okay, that he says are voluminous people. The capacity to contain, to give and receive volumes of love. And he says, sometimes you can be a 10-gallon person, but you are born into a family who has pint capacity people. Huh! I will never forget the first time that I heard that. I was just, it was just like, oh, let me pause and catch my breath. It was like, it was such a impactful, like lightning strike moment for me. Let me say that again. He was talking about how you could be a very voluminous person, like a 10 gallon person who just happens to be born into a family of people who have pint size capacities. Oh my God. I was like, oh my God, this explains so much, right? And then he went on to say, when you are a 10 gallon person, you tend to want love. You want to receive love in a 10 gallon level. But here's the thing, people, if you're born into a family or you're in relationship with not just a family, let's not pick on the family members. I'm just, that was his, that was his point. But you might be in a, in a relationship with a sweetie, with a partner, with a lover, a friend, whatever it is, you might be in relation, you might be a 10 gallon person who finds themselves in relationships with pint size capacity people. 
And if you are a 10 gallon person, you want love on a 10 gallon level. But the problem is the pint size capacity love will not fill you up. And here's the important piece of this. And this is the part where like for me, spiritual mentoring comes in. Because if you are a 10 gallon person who continues to choose people to, um, you know, like I said, sometimes you're just born into your family, but there are plenty of relationships that we have, you guys, where we choose the person or the people. And if you're a 10 gallon person who keeps choosing pint size capacity people, and then you get pissed about it, the common denominator is you. So let me say this. If you are a 10 gallon person and you're hooked up with the, with the pint size capacity person or family, as TD Jake says, as Bishop Jake says, they could be giving you everything they have. They could be sincerely trying to pour into you every last ounce of their pint. But if you are a 10 gallon person, it's not going to feel like it's enough. And he went on to do this great thing where he was like, is that all you're going to give me? Like, is that all you have to give me? Because it's never going to feel like enough. But here's the thing, you guys. And this goes back to a previous episode I did about expectations. And I, and I always say this. I say expectations are premeditated resentments. So. It's one thing to be born into a family that may not have the capacity, like your dad might have not had the capacity to give you the kind of attention, love, support, um, compassion, um, you know, whatever that you needed because their level was not there. They couldn't even give it to themselves, never mind a kid, never mind a child, never mind a wife or a husband or whatever the situation is. So if you start to recognize that you are a voluminous person, that you tend to have like a 10 gallon capacity, but you keep finding yourselves in pint sized relationships with people who don't have the full capacity to keep, I used to say this to people. I used to say this to people. It dawned on me one day, it dawned on me one day that for me to have an expectation of somebody, that for me to expect somebody to be able to give something that after enough times of interacting with them and watching them and being in relationship with them, I realized they did not have the capacity to do it. I'm like, it's actually mean of me to expect them to give me something that I know on some level that they can't give me. I'm like, would you yell at a child? Would you yell at a toddler because they didn't know how to tie their shoes? It's like, they don't have it. They don't know how to do it to make you happy. They can't perform and be like, here, look, mommy. Look, daddy, I did it. Like, you're never going to yell at somebody who doesn't have the capacity, right? If I'd never put on a scare of ice skates and some ice skating coach expects me to do a triple axle jump twirly thing, it'd be on them. It would be on them. Like, why the fuck would you expect that from somebody who's never even been on the ice before, right? 
So it's one of these things where I just thought like, it was so much freedom. Like when I started to recognize that, like, oh, I'm just a 10 gallon person. And if I walk around with this expectation of pint-sized people, I'm always going to be pissed off or feeling modded or resentful or like poor me in some victim loop of my own making. And this is a very, very important thing, right? To, 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 to just kind of recognize that there may have been, I'm not saying everybody, I'm not saying everybody gets a get out of jail free card on this. But what I'm saying is I want you to really pause and take a look in your life. Take a look at some relationships. And can we acknowledge that there might've been a few people who were sincerely trying to do their best and they were just never going to fill it. I often talk to people, uh, my, my, my mentoring clients, right? And my, the people in the nest, my, my spiritual men, membership, I, I kind of talk about it like sometimes a person is going to have a wound or a need or an expectation that can never be met. It can never be filled. And they're looking outside of them to try and have everybody else or everything else try to fulfill this old wound or this old need. And I said, it's like pissing into the Grand Canyon. You are never going to fill that thing. And nobody else is responsible for it like but you. So that's the thing. And I think it's one of the keys sometimes to forgiveness is to being able to kind of take a look at it and recognize who you are and what you want. And if you maybe have some sort of an expectation and then also who are you in relationship to and are you meeting them at their level, at their capacity to give? Are you able to say like, okay, granny, Okay, Uncle Bob. Okay, Dad. Okay, Mom. Okay, whoever. Ex-husband, ex-wife, ex-partner, ex-boss, whatever it is. I can see now that you were giving me sincerely everything that you had. I'm just a 10-gallon person. And this isn't, let's be very clear here, because uh, I don't remember what anything else that he said after that at this point, T.D. Jakes. but. I kind of just remember thinking that being a 10 gallon person doesn't like, let's not get caught up in our specialness around that. Like, Oh, I'm just a 10 gallon person. Like I'm superior. It's like, no, you might've just had better conditions or you might've just had a head start or you might've done more work or maybe you hit your knees first before the other person. So you were forced to grow sooner. Maybe it's just the way that you came through in this expression of yourself this time. Maybe just on a soul level or a spiritual level, you just came in with a little bit greater capacity. Your volume capacity was a little bit greater. And it changes too. I mean, there have been times in my life where I have been incredibly voluminous and there have been times in my life when I have been like a, a, like a shot glass or a beaker. You know what I mean? Maybe I didn't have a lot to give or receive at certain times in my life. So I just hope that this kind of reframe or this peek at things in, in so much, so much, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Gratitude and appreciation for Bishop Jakes, who I continue to learn from. He's on my spiritual team. I continue to learn from him constantly uh, because he has a way of taking these. Again, all of my favorite teachers are teachers who can take kind of like these big spiritual concepts and bring them down to earth in really actionable, relatable ways. Um, so this is a question to, to get clear on yourself. Are you a voluminous person? Are you a 10 gallon person? 
trying to make it work with pint capacity people. Have there been times in your life though when you've been the pint capacity person and maybe you let down, quote unquote, let down or weren't able to meet or fill a 10 gallon person? Can we all kind of take a look around and own our own shit and, 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 and forgive the trespasses and the clumsiness of the people in our life who maybe couldn't have done it any better than they did it? Because I think this kind of, this, this ability to put ourselves in each other's shoes, it is one of the ways that we're going to heal, not only individually, but as a country, is we got to be able to kind of look at another person's experience because that's the empathetic healing to me. Compassion and empathy and being able to see, I don't know exactly what it is that you might be feeling. I can't know because I just said this to a friend of mine the other day. You know, I was saying to him, hey, David, I, I am so sorry. You know, I am... I am not a parent. I don't have human kids and I'm not black. I can't imagine what it's like to be, you know, a black father with a, with a black teenage son that you're raising right now. But I can do my best to try to imagine what that might be like. So I can kind of imagine the terror, the fear, the rage, everything that you're feeling so that I can kind of become, you know, and this is, I think, one of the greatest gifts that we can do for each other. Can we just shut the fuck up sometimes and listen? and really try to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes. I'm gonna do, actually, I'm gonna do a whole podcast episode on that. So here's the thing, let's recap a little bit, okay? So going back to first of all, and I can do a whole episode too on the whole, <laughs> not putting my name on a Father's Day card that no longer felt like I wasn't willing to go along to get along or to just kind of suck it up. I wasn't willing to betray myself. So I'm gonna do a whole podcast episode on that which steps us into though, like that capacity for the people in your life and especially the parents or the family members, your earliest caregivers. Can we take a look at ourselves and, and ask ourselves, so maybe they were quart-sized people, right? Maybe you hit the friggin' bonanza and you got gallon-sized. Your, your, your 10 gallon, gallon peopleness was met by other 10 gallon people and wouldn't that be amazing and miraculous? And if that's true for you, man, celebrate that. Let those people know that you saw them and you received from them and hopefully you can give. And here's the other thing too that I say to people as it's occurring to me, a spiritual team is on the job because they're coming in hot and talking to me right now. And they just were like, I call it like word impressions. All of a sudden there was a word impression in my head. Here's the thing. If you are a 10 gallon person who is surrounded by pint sized people, why don't you pour some of yourself into them? Why don't you share some of your voluminous or voluminous or whatever the proper way of saying that is into other people? Because a little bit might go a long way. So we don't have to sit around. You know, so much of A Course in Miracles will say, you know, um, there's a great line that says, the only thing that can be lacking in any situation is the love that you are not giving. It's not about what you're not receiving. It's the love that you are not giving. So let's take some of that 10-gallon capacity. If you are a 10-gallon person, let's start pouring into others. I think I'm going to leave it on that. You guys, if you listen this far, I would love to hear what you, I always say, whatever your greatest takeaway was, if there was a moment where you were like, oh, or maybe it got you to think a little bit differently about somebody from your past or think a little bit differently about yourself. And I always say, I don't do these, I don't do these episodes to um, tell you what to think. I do these episodes to invite you into maybe, maybe a new way of thinking or looking at something through a different perspective or a new POV or a new lens. 
So um, I always love to hear from you guys. So if you want to send me a little note and say, KK, just listen to episode 70, 10 gallon people. And this is what I realized or thought or had an aha moment, or this is my favorite pot. That would be amazing. Because I want these to kind of be a two-way communication as much as they can be, because I know it's basically just me blasting in your ears. <laughs> so if you are listening, thank you so much. You have no idea how much I appreciate it. And if you genuinely like this show, I always want to invite you guys to go to Apple Podcasts, go to The Karen Kelly Show, leave a rating, leave a review, because it's how we get to spread the good word and spread the love. And if there's somebody maybe um, that you think could use this episode, please share it. Please send it to them. That would be incredible. Um, also, a couple of you were asking me about the Nest, the membership, and it is now the doors are currently closed, but I will be opening them up in a few months at some point, and I will keep you in the loop on that. If you're one of my loyal listeners, just be on the uh, lookout for that. And if you want to be one of the first to be in the know of whatever's going on around here, just go to my website, go to Karen Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y, KarenKenny.com forward slash freebie. And uh, get, you can download, you can download. If you get the freebie, you get the uh, build your spiritual team guide. And it will also put you on my list to get um, whatever I'm up to. <laughs> All the shenanigans, you guys. So look, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I, I, I feel you and I hear you and I see you and uh, I love you. And wherever you go, may you leave the people, the place, the animals, the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>